the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With SRN News, I'm Val Dior. The incident unfolding in Kansas City, Missouri, as authorities are trying to secure a suspect in the shooting of now three police officers in the area of I-70 and 40 Highway. Two officers shot this morning, setting off a search for the gunman, and then another officer shot when police converged on the shooter's location during a standoff. President Trump has arrived in Finland for his Monday meeting with Russian President Vladimir Putin. The president says he's not expecting anything, but says the United States getting along with Russia is a good thing. France has won its second World Cup title by beating Croatia 4-2 in a match in Moscow. Team forward Kylian Mbappe scored his fourth goal of the tournament for France and the team's fourth in the 65th minute. He's only the second teenager to score in a World Cup final. Pele was 17 when he scored two goals for Brazil in the 1958 final. For more details, visit srnnews.com. Hugh Hewitt believes it's time to get in front of the media's digging into Supreme Court nominee Kavanaugh. The politics of personal destruction will kick in, and some groups on the left will try and find dirt. You know, they they have to walk through the classification process, and better to start it now than create a fake issue later that people are sitting on documents. The Bush Library should just be pumping that stuff out right now. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. The Northern Alliance Radio Network continues next year on The Patriot just after 2 p.m. here at the Twin Cities Home for Intelligent Radio. Let's take a look at your forecast. A nice day out there, mid-80s, partly to mostly sunny for Monday. Lots of sun, low 80s, and if it holds out, Tuesday's forecast is sunny and upper 70s. Very comfortable on Tuesday. Glad to have you joining us here on The Patriot. Don't forget to check out our podcast page at am1280thepatriot.com. You have access to our entire library of programs. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast, we'd like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into the show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org, and we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. That's hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And if uh, you'd like to look up our Facebook page, hey, feel free to do so. Just do a search for Northern Alliance Radio Network on Facebook. And if you haven't liked the page, like it already. Because you're listening to this show, I mean, why not get all the uh, Narn inundation that you can, right? And uh, as always, like I say, we appreciate you tuning in on this uh, beautiful Sunday afternoon. As promised, we are going to get to some national issues this hour. And obviously the big story from this past week is uh, President Trump with his second opportunity in about a year and a half to nominate a judge to the Supreme Court. Uh, chose D.C. Uh, Circuit Court Judge Brett Kavanaugh, uh, who the New York Times, and of course, keep in mind, is the New York Times. He's a politically connected member of Washington's conservative legal establishment uh, to fill Justice Anthony Kennedy's seat in the Supreme Court, setting up an ap- epic confrontation battle and potentially cementing the court's rightward tilt for a generation. And uh, how sad is it that uh, the majority of justices on the Supreme Court our originalist uh, judges looking to uphold the uh, Constitution. Uh, how sad is it that in this day and age? It's, that's a radical stance, but that's where we are. And uh, joining us right now via telephone to talk a little bit more about Judge Kavanaugh's nomination is uh, David Asp. Uh, David is a partner at uh, Lockridge Gundal Nowen, practicing health care, campaign finance, and election law. 
and has been active in Republican politics. He's a graduate of the University of Minnesota Humphrey Policy Fellows Program and a Presidential Management Fellow at the Department of State and was a member of the RNC Rules Committee in 2016 and has worked closely with the state party in past years on the judicial nominations process for the Republican Party. Uh, David Asp, honored to have you on the broadcast today, sir. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's uh, it's nice to talk to you today. You bet. Uh, I guess uh, your general impressions, uh, David Asp, of uh, President Trump's uh, selection of uh, Brett Kavanaugh to the uh, Supreme or the, as a nomination to the Supreme Court. Well, generally, I'm uh, I'm happy with the nomination. I think he's a, a solid judge. Obviously, very qualified, and um, it, it's really he really fits in the mold of. The, the judges on the president's list, but also the judges who you would expect any Republican president to nominate. I think a lot of people have said the same person would likely have been nominated if it were uh, President Rubio or President Bush. He's just a, a solid, solid, uh, solid judge with uh, 12 years of experience, more than 300 opinions, and then before that, a, a distinguished career. Uh, in D.C. and in the government, which maybe made him different from some of the folks on the list, but uh, certainly you know you know what you're getting. You're getting a really highly qualified and uh, strong judge. Now, shortly after uh, Justice Scalia passed away, a little over two years ago, uh, President Trump, or then-candidate Trump, came out with a list of prospective judges that he was considering as a Scalia replacement. What, was Kavanaugh on that original list? I don't, I don't remember that particular name, David Asp. He wasn't. No, he wasn't on the the first list really during the campaign. I think he was on a, a subsequent list. Okay, uh, that came out later. The president uh, added to, and of course, Justice Gorsuch was on the uh, was on the initial list either. True. So um, yeah, so it's so no, he he wasn't on that that first list. So what are obviously, as you alluded to, David, he's had uh, uh, hundreds of opinions that have been written in his twelve years in the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. Uh, what are some that really stand out to you personally? That uh, obviously those who are paying rapt attention and get, gearing up for the confirmation hearings. What are some that uh, maybe uh, really stand out that uh, I guess would give uh, those who? Because there are many who were hoping for uh, Amy Coney Barrett as as President Trump's nomination that didn't happen. But what are some of the opinions I guess that Judge Kavanaugh put forth that could maybe assuage concerns that uh, some conservatives might have? David Asp. Well, I. I think when you're when you're talking about a judge who uh, respects the Constitution's text and the history, and really one of the things that I think a lot of people have been concerned about is separation of powers issues mm-hmm. and uh, the rise of the administrative state when it comes to separation of powers. And um, Judge Kavanaugh on the D.C. Circuit had a couple of opinions, uh, really showing the, I think, really um, kind of leading the leading types of analysis in those areas. One involving the Consumer Financial Protection uh, Board, um, which is basically a single director structure that um, had the ability to enforce uh, all types of regulations without sufficient accountability. And uh, and he wrote, a, a, I think it was a dissent in that case, um, talking about separation of powers that was very strong. Um, he's also had a number of other pains in that area. So to me, like that, that's really one of the things if you're concerned about things like the administrative state, separation of powers, um, a government that's accountable to people uh, who elect it, um, those are a couple to look at and think about. And obviously, uh, the listeners to this particular broadcast, uh, particularly my colleague uh, uh, Mitch Berg, who is uh, a, one of the uh, more articulate Second Amendment advocates, I believe, in the entire Twin Cities, uh, very concerned about the right to keep and bear arms and Second Amendment issues. Uh, from what I can gather, uh, David Asp, uh, Judge Kavanaugh, very solid on the uh, Second Amendment, as you would expect from an originalist. He is. Uh, there's a, a, of course, your, I think your listeners are probably familiar with the Heller case, the Supreme yes. Court case. Mm-hmm. Uh, case went back down. The case was in the D.C. Circuit again um, on a slightly different issue. I think the, the question there was about um, a ban on semi-automatic rifles as opposed to just all handguns. Um, and Judge Kav- the court upheld that ban, but Judge Kavanaugh dissented. Um, and again, applying the Supreme Court precedent um, and, and ex- explaining how under an originalist view and following that precedent, he uh, he opposed that restriction. Obviously, with confirmation hearings certainly looming, I, you know I, I'm not 100 percent certain of the time frame, but certainly they want to fill this particular vacancy on the Supreme Court before 
the midterm elections, so obviously those will the confirmation hearings will get going soon. Given that there's 51 Republicans in the Senate, it seems most of them, uh, from what I've been able to gather on board, although uh, Kentucky Senator Rand Paul, obviously a Republican, uh, he did cite an opinion by the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, uh, particularly Judge Kavanaugh in 2015, where he had indicated that the government's metadata collection program is entirely consistent with the Fourth Amendment. This is an issue that Rand Paul broached. It uh, doesn't sound like he's necessarily in agreement with that particular mindset. Um, is that something that a concern of Rand Paul's that will be satisfied when he meets with Judge Kavanaugh? I mean, do you have any idea where Judge Kavanaugh was coming from in that particular issue? But, well, I, I think he was pretty consistent. If, if I remember correctly, I think he's pretty consistent with where the other um, Republican nominees on the court would be. There was a case at the Supreme Court this year called Carpenter, um, U.S. versus Carpenter, about the government's ability uh, for a warrant to track um, some cell phone data. And um, actually, Chief Justice Roberts, I believe, was in the majority on that with the, with the other um, with other Democrat justices, or, or mm. sorry, justices appointed by Democrat presidents. Um, so I don't, I mean, I think that you expect Judge Kavanaugh to sort of, he is where you would expect him to be on those types of questions, um, and especially with his experience having worked for the Department of Justice and in the White House. Uh, I, I did see this morning, I think, I think Senator Paul will, uh, is open to having his, his concerns um, discussed with the uh, with the nominee with Judge Kavanaugh, and I think he made it clear that he's he's not going to vote on just that, even if he does sure. have concerns about how he might uh, approach those types of issues. I mean, his quote this morning was, you know, there are there are uh, ten ten amendments in the Bill of Rights, so that's one of them. But <laughs> he'll talk to him about all of them, make a decision based on that. So I think when he does that, uh, he's likely to vote in favor of him, as I think the other Republican senators will as well. I don't, I don't. If I was guessing right now, I don't see anything to suggest that any Republican would not support his nomination. Now, from a political standpoint, David, obviously that's something that uh, should concern you and probably should be concerning to uh, uh, a lot of citizens, specifically where uh, they were already had their pre-programmed statements uh, written ahead of time. I'm talking about a lot of the folks on the left. Uh, to go after Judge Kavanaugh, not on any of his legal decisions, but rather to try to come up with some some of these germane personal attacks, just because he might be a judge that would, uh, you know, God forbid, uh, support the Constitution. So, uh, you as uh, someone who works in law, that has to be kind of concerning. That that's considered a radical stance these days, David Asp. Yeah, I am. Um, I think that it's. I do think we were better off maybe 25 years ago when um, a really clearly qualified judge would be confirmed, you know, 96 to zero or with, with 90 votes. Um, but that seems to have changed. And it's uh, especially now during the election year when it, this is clearly going to be an issue in the election. Um, it's just more and more polarizing and people seem to, approach it as if the judge's decisions are already baked in based on who appointed them or based on the fact that they worked in the Republican administration previously. And um, and they don't give the judge a chance to talk about their philosophy, which is, is really just applying the laws that the people passed through Congress uh, or applying the, the text of the Constitution and, and not uh, reading more into it than is there. One of the issues that uh, a lot of folks have been bringing up, and I know this is this seems to be a big fear in the left, and I know the left is being more hyperbolic than probably they need to be, but nevertheless, it is it is an issue worth pondering. Is obviously uh, the issue of Roe v. Wade being broached, and and the issue with abortion in in this country. Uh, do you see in any context or any situation where that particular decision is going to uh, come up for scrutiny, or anything related to that particular decision going to come up for scrutiny, David Asp? Sure, I, I think the, the scope of it will. Okay. The, the debate I've seen is, is you know, is Judge Kavanaugh someone who would vote for completely overturning Roe mm-hmm. uh, or other precedent like it, or whether he'll um, you know continue to to narrow the scope of the of the decision's protection, and that's I think the the debate, and there always will be those decisions, and they're certainly coming through the system now, I think, or will soon. 
um, and give the court the opportunity to do that. I don't know what you would do in that situation. I, I think one of the things that uh, will be interesting in his hearing is how he handles those questions and how he talks about precedent and his view of uh, stare decisis and those kinds of cases if they've been around for that period of time. Um, and ultimately, I think he uh, will decide based on the, the facts of the particular case and the precedent that exists, and rather than having his decision pre-baked now at the time he's nominated. Once again, we've been joined by David Asp here weighing in on the uh, nomination of Brett Kavanaugh to the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, again, confirmation hearings probably set to begin soon since they want to fill this particular vacancy uh, before the election in November. Uh, David, we appreciate your time today on this uh, beautiful Sunday. Thanks so much uh, for weighing in, and uh, have yourself a great rest of the day. Yeah, thanks for having me. Have a good day. Am twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network, back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Oh, do you in my way? There's too much coke and too much smoke. Look what's going on inside you. Patriot listeners, save up to 25% on your business cleaning services. Are you thinking of changing your cleaning company? Are you looking for cleaner bathrooms, dust-free windowsills, and a higher level of quality control? Hi, I'm Jessica Carter, owner of CTC Professionals. We specialize in cleaning car dealerships and office buildings throughout the Twin Cities metro area. You'll get high-quality service when you choose us as your cleaning service provider. Call us at 651-404-0132. Or visit our website at affordablebusinesscleaning.com. As a bonus to Patriot listeners, you'll get your first initial cleaning at no cost and up to 25% off your first full month of service. We will work hard to make your facility as clean as possible without breaking your budget. So call us today at 651-404-0132. That's 651-404-0132. Or visit our website at affordablebusinesscleaning.com. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 to Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem, end all collections, and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, audits, or payroll, taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-813-1105. 800-813-1105. That's 800-813-1105. Hey folks, Dennis Prager here for Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park. I've been telling you for years that they have a beautiful family-run store with the largest selection of loose diamonds in the state. Now, Continental Diamond is the home for Breitling Watches, the only independent jewelry store in the Twin Cities to offer these amazing Swiss timepieces. Favorites of pilots all over the world, check out the amazing selection of Breitling chronographs at Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park and find them online at continentaldiamond.com. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into the broadcast. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call. And if you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N A R N Show. For any comments or questions regarding today's show content, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. This is quite a this is quite a uh, diversion from 
uh, a later song. Hot, hot, hot. Me so hot, fires. Yeah. This is, of course, David Johansson and the New York Dolls. David Johansson, who would later have an alter ego, Buster Poindexter, with a big stovetop hairdo, stovepipe hairdo, right? Not his finest moment. No. I mean, not like the stovepipe hairdo of Kid and Play, but <laughs> nevertheless. Hey, you know, we all gotta, we all go through career phases. So because David Johansson was a punk guy and he, he assumed the alter ego of Buster Poindexter, was he accused of being a sellout? Do we know? I'll have to get back to you. I'm I wonder. Yeah. It. I'm going to look into it. You know, because a guy wants to make a living, he's accused of being a sellout. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. Continuing our discussion in Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. And again, we appreciate David Asp's time today uh, filling us in on uh, what we could expect. You know, a lot of these uh, not particular hearings, the Democrats, they, they have no options. But yet... It's already being hyped as, you know, popcorn-worthy, da-da-da. And it's just, it, it, it's not going to materialize. I mean, sure, the Democrats will probably grandstand a little bit and and whatever else. But at the end of the day, they don't have any options. And they can thank their leaders for that. First, Harry Reid, when he decided that a simple majority was good enough to, cha- to end cloture on the president's uh, cabinet members, members to the administration, as well as lower court judges, uh, Mitch McConnell. To his credit, told Harry Reid, you know, you're going to rue this day because one day the Republicans will be in control and you're not going to like when the shoe's on the other foot. And, of course, when a very qualified mainstream judge like Neil Gorsuch was nominated to the Supreme Court a year and a half ago, the Democrats totally miscalculated and decided to filibuster and the Republicans used nuclear options. So guess what? For all Supreme Court nominees going forward, until the Democrats are in charge, it takes a simple majority to stop debate. And if the Republicans stay unified, again, there's only 51 Republicans, uh, Democrats don't have any options. And here's a, here's a thing that's going to be interesting to look at. Will there be any uh, red state Senate Democrats who will vote for Kavanaugh? Because Heidi Heitkamp of North Dakota, Joe Manchin of West Virginia, Joe Donnelly of Indiana all voted for Gorsuch. What do they all have in common? They are senators who are up for re-election in 2018 who represent red states won handily by Trump. Trump won North Dakota, Indiana, West Virginia. Handily. Okay? And also, and it, and it harkens me back to uh, Gina Haspel. She was the very controversial nominee to the uh, to head up the Central Intelligence Agency. Uh, she obviously replaced Mike Pompeo when Pompeo was elevated to Secretary of State when Rex Tillerson moved on. Uh, six Democrats helped put Haspel over the top, including the aforementioned Joe Manchin, Joe Donnelly, and Heidi Heitkamp. Okay? So Brett Kavanaugh seems to be a very main, another mainstream judge. Yeah, he's an originalist, believes in upholding the Constitution, Okay, and again, like I was talking about with with David Asp, it's it's pretty sad when that's considered a radical stance. You know that you're that you're interpreting, you're, you're writing legal opinions based on what the Constitution says, and 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 it reminds me of a quote from Antonin Scalia. This was kind of floating around because you know uh, leftists were complaining, well, we at least need more moderate judges. You know, in the motif of Merrick Garland, Merrick Garland was more a moderate judge, and 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 i remember antonin scalia i don't know when he when he said this and i'm paraphrasing what he said he basically said what is an what 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 is a moderate interpretation of the constitution is it somewhere between what it says and what you want it to say i mean it doesn't make any sense so again it's going to be a it's going to be a a big dog and pony show but in the end uh, Kavanaugh will likely get confirmed but here's here's something that i i i'm i've been thinking about just suppose that all 49 Democrats are committed to stopping this nomination, okay? It would have a fighter's chance if someone like a Rand Paul, and we alluded to uh, Rand Paul's concerns about uh, Justice Kavanaugh's decision on metadata collection, saying it was consistent with the Fourth Amendment, and Rand Paul being concerned about that. But like I said, you know, it's it's not going to be his only concern, but it is a concern that obviously Judge Kavanaugh will have to address with Senator Paul. So if you just get one Republican defection, that just leaves 50 Republicans. So say Rand Paul 
decides not to vote for Judge Kavanaugh. All of a sudden, it's a 50-50 split. But also keep in mind, John McCain, who is in poor health and hasn't been in Washington for some time because he's uh, battling brain cancer, and who knows if he'll ever return. I mean, his his prognosis sounds pretty terminal at this point. And who knows if he's if he's even well enough to travel to Washington. It's not really been talked about a whole lot. Well, now, all of a sudden, you've got 50 nays for Kavanaugh and 49 yays. Boom, the nomination's defeated without any Democrats voting voting for Kavanaugh. So here's a scenario that I've been pondering. Suppose it plays out like this. Suppose John McCain's just not well enough to travel to Washington and he ends up not being able to vote. And Rand Paul is not comfortable with the answers Brett Kavanaugh's given on the metadata collection and how it is consistent with the Fourth Amendment, and therefore he decides to vote against Kavanaugh's confirmation. So you have 49 Democrats and one Republican. And boom, that's enough to defeat Kavanaugh. Suppose that happens. Suppose that happens. Then all of a sudden, President Trump will have to put forth another nominee. Here's a scenario that I've been pondering. Heidi Heitkamp in North Dakota, Joe Manchin in West Virginia, Joe Donnelly in Indiana, Claire McCaskill in Missouri, another vulnerable incumbent. Say, you know, come midterm elections that they all get voted out. Okay, they all get voted out. All of a sudden, and assuming none of the Republicans, none of the eight Republican seats flip. Okay, it's a safe assumption, but you never know. But again, this is my scenario here. All of a sudden, the Republicans have 55 seats to 45 for the Democrats after the midterm elections. And it could be more. But I'm just I'm just ticking off just these four that are most likely to flip. Indiana, West Virginia, North Dakota, and Missouri. All of a sudden, President Trump puts up another nominee, let's say in the motif of Amy Coney Barrett, which a lot of staunch conservatives wanted to see President Trump put forth because she is one who is most likely to rule with more of a heavy hand against Roe v. Wade than Judge Kavanaugh. Then it's okay. If if the Republicans have 55 senators, you can have your normal defectors like uh, Susan Collins in Maine and Lisa Murkowski in Alaska. Okay, then the Republicans have more of a, uh, shall we say, uh, a fallback plan. They have more leverage. Okay, they have deeper roster, for lack of a better term. Okay, so do the Democrats really want to overplay their hand on this once again? Now, you're going to get your reliable leftists who represent, you know, far left blue states, reliable blue states. You know, that's fine. But can Joe Manchin and Heidi Heitkamp and uh, Joe Donnelly, and heck, let's throw in Bill Nelson of Florida, okay, can they afford to vote against Judge Kavanaugh and defy their constituents? And again, is this going to be the only issue in the in, in, come November? Well, it will. It could be a salient issue because again, that's a seat that still will, will be unfilled if if Judge Kavanaugh is not confirmed. So I'm I'm just I'm just kind of pondering if if Kavanaugh does not get confirmed, what happens? Because. There was a story that came out where Chuck Schumer, the Senate Minority Leader, has said, you know, you may have to sacrifice your re-election prospects, Joe Manchin, Heidi Heitkamp, to vote against this nominee. Because all we need is one Republican, and there's a slight possibility we could get a Republican to vote no on Kavanaugh. Maybe it's Rand Paul. So uh, Joe Manchin, I guess they're hot at... uh, uh, there was a story written at HotAir.com this past week where Joe Manchin basically came out and said, for lack of a better phrase, uh, Senator Schumer, you can kiss my backside. Okay, I'm going to represent my constituents on this one. Because Trump won West Virginia by, what, 35, 40 points? All right? Can, can Joe Manchin really afford to make that risk? I mean, even he saw what a mainstream pick Gorsuch was, and, and Brett Kavanaugh certainly more mainstream than, say, an Amy Coney Barrett. But I'm just saying that if somehow Kavanaugh gets defeated, Trump may well put up an Amy Coney Barrett, and she probably wouldn't be able to be confirmed. There just wouldn't be enough time for her to be confirmed until after the midterm elections when, guess what, the Republicans already have a stronger, will have likely a more strong majority in the U.S. Senate. And here's another thing I've been pondering. 
John McCain has already come out and lauded President Trump's selection of Brett Kavanaugh. He he spoke very highly of Brett Kavanaugh, voted for Brett Kavanaugh to be confirmed on the D.C. Circuit. So obviously remembers Brett Kavanaugh's pedigree. And Kavanaugh's done nothing on the D.C. Circuit to undermine uh, Senator McCain's faith in him. If there is a danger that there may not be enough Republican votes, will Senator McCain do everything he can to get to Washington, or will he step aside so that the Republican governor of Arizona can report an interim, uh, place an interim replacement to vote for Kavanaugh? Just a lot of scenarios to ponder. It, it'll be interesting, but in the end, I think Kavanaugh sails through confirmation. 651-289-4488. Brad Carlson, the closer, coming back in mere moments. Hi, it's John Wichko, owner of Advantage Autoglass. Advantage is having a great year, and I'd like to thank everyone who's taken advantage of our service. And if you chose to wait for drier roads and warmer weather, they're here. Now is the time to get that cracked windshield taken care of. You've been staring at it day after day. Why wait any longer? Call Advantage Auto Glass today at 952-423-6396, and we'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives. Advantage will come to your home or work, anywhere in the metro, we're a local family-owned company and a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. That means you'll get personalized service and we do all the billing all backed by a lifetime warranty. All you do is call Advantage first and we'll take care of everything. So call us today at 952-423-6396 or visit us on the web at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. My dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right, kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at Pro-Life ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. ProLife Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being 18 days from conception. Life is expensive. Having a second income now and through retirement will allow you to live life the way you want and avoid being married to your job. In just a few hours a week, you can learn the skills to profit from trading and investing by using our proven rules-based strategy at Online Trading Academy. We focus on low-risk, high-reward trades that mirror the tools Wall Street uses to make that second income so you never outlive your retirement dollars while providing you life's most precious asset, time. Let's get you on a path to financial freedom, allowing you to live the life you've always dreamed of. Call OTA at pound 250 on your cell phone for a free investing workshop or register at learnwithota.com. Again, that's learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy Radio. Welcome back, Game 12 to the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in to the broadcast today. Here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. That's hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Continuing our discussion on some of the big news items from this past week. And we do actually have a uh, phone call on line one. Uh, Dan is calling from D- Hopkins. Dan, I appreciate your patience. You are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Welcome, sir. Thank you, Brad. Yeah, I I, uh, I followed you this morning on Twitter. I had I not much on Twitter, but really trying to get a little more familiar with as I watch a shopping cart run into the side of a car here at Cub Foods. Whoops. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's keep going. It's getting in the second car. Oh, well, I, I can't get out now. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, I did not see until this morning the Tim Pawlenty ad. Mm-hmm. And 
my first impression is that doesn't seem very accurate of what I know of Jeff Johnson. Mm-hmm. It seems quite disingenuous. In fact, I'll even say it's probably borders on lies um, and really a lot of falsehoods. And I'm, I, uh, it makes me, like, really, I, I thought as much as I like Tim Pawlenty, I was really disappointed to see that. And uh, um, I am a supporter of Jeff Johnson, truth be known. I think he is the most conservative candidate. Uh, and we need some fl- fresh blood in there, and uh, I think it reinforced my my feelings and thoughts that um, we don't need any more of the swamp. I, this kind of makes me feel like Tim is more of this part of the swamp sure. than he is really about what's best for an American citizen taxpayer. You know, that's just you know his, his ethanol subsidies, his green energy mandates, you know, stuff like that. I just but it, I don't know, it really kind of really ticked me off to see that ad. It didn't seem very honest. What are your thoughts? Am I off here? Am I incorrect? Or? Well, yeah, Dan, and I, I did talk about it uh, in the uh, in the first hour. And the one thing I said is it just didn't seem to pass the smell test. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't go over Jeff Johnson's legislative record with a fine-tooth comb, nor have I gone over his record as Hennepin County Commissioner with that much scrutiny. But it just didn't seem to pass the smell test. And as I'm looking at... Like the particular one, property tax. They said he voted to increase a massive increase for property taxes. Well, the fact mm-hmm. of the matter is, the uh, Hennepin County Commission said, "Well, if we're ever going to vote for property tax, we should cap it the increase at five percent." And Jeff Johnson says, "Well, no, I think we should cap the increase at three percent." That isn't necessarily a vote for an increase as much as it is if we ever have to increase, let's cap it at three yeah. percent. And, and then, of course, they interpret that as well. He's voting for a property tax increase, which. Like you say, that kind of that woefully lacks nuance. But in a thirty-second mm-hmm. ad, that's a feature, not a bug. Uh, so yeah, I, I I'm yeah. more aligned. With, and again, I I concur with you. Ideological wise, I more aligned with Jeff Johnson than Tim Pawlenty. But at the end of the day, I just want to win. I, I want to win a statewide yeah, race. Yeah. You know, and whomever the candidate is, that's who I'm behind. That's you know, that's I guess do, it's do my. Do you think the Democrats? Do, it, I get the sense. And maybe it's my maybe just in my mind, <laughs> the Democrats would rather run against Pawlenty. I think they're you know they kind of give these hints when they talk that Pawlenty will be this, and you know we'll run against Pawlenty. I just think they have so much ammunition against Tim Pawlenty in his record as governor in Minnesota. Sure, it isn't a stellar conservative record. It's not right you and, know, and he, he's not one to dismantle the the met council he added 300 million to the met council and he was governor i just you know i i think that they have more again ammo against him than they would jeff johnson right right i appreciate the uh, appreciate the call dan i know that um yeah i i think jeff johnson certainly is someone who is a more ideological conservative and you know if they tout Palenti as as governor it's just like you know, and and I talked about this in the, in the first hour too. Is that you know Jeff Johnson was chided by Alliance for Better Minnesota as someone who's going to come in and impose these draconian cuts to government. Did Tim Pawlenty ever do that? No. So would that be the Democrats' best tactic to say to to pick their opponent and say we'd prefer to have Tim Pawlenty? Well, wait a minute. You said Jeff Johnson's going to come in and impose draconian cuts to government. Tim Pawlenty has never done that. You could try to spin his record as saying he's done that, but he hasn't. And again, I don't necessarily fault Plenty for that so much because he had a divided legislature. I mean, there's only one thing you can do when you only hold one lever, maybe two levers of the three uh, of the three in state government. So, I appreciate the call, Dan. I uh, appreciate it very much. Uh, continuing our discussion, I did want to bring up a couple more points uh, about the uh, Supreme Court nomination of Brett Kavanaugh. And the one thing that I I talked about before the nomination came forth and it was and you know it was between uh uh Brett Kavanaugh, uh, Judge Raymond Kethledge and Judge Amy Coney Barrett. That was kind of the rumored shortlist of the final 3 who were going to be who President Trump was going to pick from. And the one thing I said half jokingly but half serious is like i bet you all of these left-wing progressive activist groups as well as these left-wing elected officials already have their statements written i would dare say 
two to three days before President Trump made his pick. Because these left-wingers and these elected Democrats, it's all about resistance with them. It has nothing to do with the arena of ideas. It has nothing to do with a fair hearing of President Trump's nominee. It has everything to do with resisting everything associated with President Trump. Hence, they're voting against a very qualified mainstream judge like Neil Gorsuch. And by the way, and we talk, we've talked about this before, of the Senate Democrats that are currently, there were 12 of the current Senate Democrats that were senators back in 2005 when Justice Gorsuch, then Judge Gorsuch, was confirmed unanimously to a circuit, uh, to a circuit court seat or district court seat. I forget which, where Justice Gorsuch served before. Okay, you know, Pat Leahy, Dick Durbin, uh, Chuck Schumer, all all voted for Neil Gorsuch. Now, all of a sudden, he, he was toxic. And it was all because of President Trump. It was a very cynical ploy. And my point is, is that they all had their statements written. Oh, he's a, a very extreme pick that's going to hamper women's rights and it's going to it's going to leave the continue to leave the working man and the working families you know out in the cold and you know it, it it's just stupefying to me how these groups put forth this pap because this is not another legislative branch of government it's the judicial branch it's a different standard and they say well their decisions are going to leave the little guy out in the cold well justice is supposed to be blind are are, are, are judges supposed to look at economic class? Are they supposed to look at race all of a sudden? No, they're supposed to look at everything through the framework of the law. That's equality, all right? And yet they're looking at this as another member of the legislative branch, and it's just not that way. But nevertheless, they're going to put out their statements. And perhaps the most hilarious was, and I wrote about this at bradcarlson.org, is that there, were already, there was already a pre-programmed statement put out by the Women's March. Here it is, Women's March statement on Trump's extremist SCOTUS nominee. You know, First of all, uh, if you want to play a good drinking game, uh, whenever a left-wing group, when talking about a, uh, a Republican appointment, you know, whenever they say extremists, take a drink, that's step one, and then step two, have poison control on speed dial. Because, my God, they, 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 they have... There's such a woeful lack of critical thinking. So anyways, the Women's March statement on Trump's extremist SCOTUS nominee. In response to Donald Trump's nomination of XX to the Supreme Court of the United States, the Women's March released the following statement. Did you catch that? In response to Donald Trump's nomination of XX to the Supreme Court. That's an honest-to-God, genuine email that was sent out by the Women's March. QED. I that it's so predictable. So many people have said the same thing that I've said. They already have their statements written. It's just a matter of filling in the blank of who the name is. And this is proof of it right here. You can't parody these people any better than they parody themselves. You can't. And there was another one, I think it was from uh, 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 Democracy Now, or I'm sorry, Democracy Now, because it's capitalized now and with an exclamation point. Democracy Now, where they were referring to Brett Kavanaugh as she. Okay? You know what that was? They already had a statement program for Amy Coney Barrett. All right? But when Amy Coney Barrett, who was rumored to be the favorite to be the Supreme Court nominee and then wasn't picked... This democracy, now, they went in and they substituted uh, Brett Kavanaugh's, or uh, Amy Coney Barrett's name with Brett Kavanaugh. They just forgot to change the gender, which I guess to a lot of radical left-wingers, because gender is so fluid, maybe that wasn't as salient an issue, who's to say? But it's it's just all so predictable. And uh, for some reason I closed that, forgive me. But I got to look up a, a former Virginia governor and former head of the Democrat National uh, Committee, uh, Terry McAuliffe. Okay, I mean, I know the Democrats are moving far to the left, but Terry McAuliffe, who was the DNC chair, I believe in the late 2000s, or I think maybe during when John Kerry was running for president, so around 2004-2005 time frame, and then Terry McAuliffe was governor of Virginia from like 2014 through uh, just this past January. 
Okay, so you would think if there is a mainstream, quote-unquote mainstream Democrat, Terry McAuliffe, or as Rush Limbaugh used to call him, Terry McAuliffe, uh, you would think that would be it, right? Well, here's his tweet he put out. The nomination of Judge Brett Kavanaugh will threaten the lives of millions of Americans for decades to come and will morph our Supreme Court into a political arm of the right-wing Republican Party. Translation, Republicans want to put forth judges, Supreme Court justices who make decisions within, based on the framework of the <gasps> U.S. Constitution. Again, sad that that's a radical stance these days, but again, here we are. And by the way, the only thing I have to say in reply to that, you know, the nomination of Judge Brett Kavanaugh will threaten the lives of millions of Americans. How is there even going to be millions of Americans living now that tax reform has been passed and net neutrality has been repealed? Honest to God, weren't millions supposed to die when tax reform was passed and net neutrality repealed? How is there going to be millions of people remaining to die? Boggles the mind. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter and use hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. There's a new sun rising. I can see a new horizon. That will keep me realizing you're the biggest part of me. AM1280, The Patriot. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night? Or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis? You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com, and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. Need special boots or shoes for a new job, but you don't know where to start? Step into Chet's Shoes for expert advice and a proper fit. A boot can make or break your job, so make sure you get the right one for you. We have safety toe options in steel, aluminum, composite, as well as regular work boots. Check out our expanded line of women's work boots. We've been fitting people for over 70 years. Stop in to see us in Columbia Heights and our Red Wing stores in Circle Pines, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, St. Cloud, and Columbia Heights. Remember, if the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280, The Patriot. And I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here at this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities, and their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our partners. Patriot listeners, save up to 25% on your business cleaning services. Are you thinking of changing your cleaning company? Are you looking for cleaner bathrooms, dust-free windowsills, and a higher level of quality control? Hi, I'm Jessica Carter, owner of CTC Professionals. We specialize in cleaning car dealerships and office buildings throughout the Twin Cities metro area. You'll get high-quality service when you choose us as your cleaning service provider. Call us at 651-404-0132. Or visit our website at affordablebusinesscleaning.com. As a bonus to Patriot listeners, you'll get your first initial cleaning at no cost and up to 25% off your first full month of service. We will work hard to make your facility as clean as possible without breaking your budget. So call us today at 651-404-0132. That's 651-404-0132. Or visit our website at affordablebusinesscleaning.com. Welcome back, AM 1280 Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. 
One final segment on the broadcast with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. I want to face my accuser, point out the ones coming down on me. Show me One final segment again. I, I did want to get to this story. I don't know if you heard about this. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. Mitch Berg might be. I got Mitch Berg's attention. All I had to say was Scarlett Johansson. <clears throat> Scarlett Johansson uh, apparently dropped out of a role where she was going to be playing a transgender man on screen. And uh, she was roundly criticized for attempting to play this role, and people were outraged. Outraged, I tell you, that uh, she would play such a role without doing, uh, I, I don't know what their complaint was specifically, adequate research into the role or getting a, a, a proper perspective of what it's like to be a trans man. But uh, Ben Shapiro wrote about this at the Daily Wire, that uh, there was such a kerfuffle over this. that There was a columnist at the Business Insider was basically writing a column that said, what's the big deal? She's an actress. She's playing a role. Okay? This is what it's supposed to be. We're supposed to suspend disbelief. Okay? I never believed classically trained actor Anthony Hopkins was a serial killer in the motif of Hannibal Lecter. All right? Same with, um, oh, gosh, what's the uh, actress from, uh, why am I blanking on her name? The, uh, oh, golly. Boy, I suck. Blanking on what the actors. Uh, she was a. Uh, um, it was the. Oh my gosh! Wow, the one who played Bob Dylan. No, 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 no. It was an actress. She played the serial killer Aileen Warnes. Uh, yeah, uh, British. Um, she was from South Africa. South, excuse me, South Africa. Thank you. Uh, oh, c- good lord, I can't think of it either. I, 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 I don't have a bad memory. I have, a, I have an impeccable memory, and apparently, it is. It, it's failing me. So I'll uh, look it up. Yeah. So, uh, wow, that's, that's that's really bad if I if I uh, can't remember it. But um, anyways, I digress. The point is, is that when you're an actor, you're supposed to suspend disbelief in a role. And this columnist at Business Insider basically made that case: is that look, she's an actor playing a role of a yeah, Charlize Charlize Theron. Why in the why in God's name could I not remember that? Charlize Theron. Wow. You and me both. Yeah. Okay. And just like like Tom Hanks, when he played Forrest Gump, okay, he played a guy that was an IQ of what? About 50 or 60, well below average IQ. All right? Did anybody chide Tom Hanks? Well, he's not showing enough sensitivity to, 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 to the low IQ community. I mean, seriously. This is where we are in this country now. So... uh Danielle Greenbaum made the following argument in her column in Business Insider. Uh, she has been cast in a movie in which she will play someone different her, from her, than herself. For this great crime, which seems to essentially define the career path she has chosen, she is being castigated for being insufficiently sensitive to the transgender community. Stealing narratives, or more charitably, playing parts, is precisely what actors are hired to do. But that reality seems to have been forgotten. Johansson's identity off the screen is irrelevant to the identities she plays on the screen. That's why she, that's what she's paid for. And if she does her job, she'll make everyone forget about the controversy in the first place. Well, apparently, for writing that opinion, Danielle Greenbaum's colleagues at Business Insider wanted that column spiked. So apparently the inmates are running the asylum at Business Insider because... They co- they they acquiesced to that request and spiked Danielle Greenbaum's column. And in response, she's like, "This this journalism career is where I give an opinion. I thought it was just that an opinion, and it's being spiked. It's being censored." She basically said, "I'm out of here. I won't I won't tell you the gesture I did on air, but uh, because it was for on air." And I uh, she put out a tweet. Also attaching a statement saying, "I believe female actors can play men and trans men." That is apparently the con- that is the apparently controversial view that inspired Business Insider to take down my piece. I have resigned from Business Insider and explain why in my letter to editor in chief uh, Nicholas Carlson. Here's her letter. I'll, I'll try to read through it real quick. Uh, can an actor act? That is a question I wanted to weigh in when I saw the brouhaha about Scarlett Johansson's role in the upcoming movie Rub and Tug. My judgment? Yes, a woman can play a man or a trans man. 
And so, in a column we published Friday, July 6, I criticized those who suggested that she was doing anything nefarious by taking this job. Apparently, that radical view that actors are should be free to act is beyond the pale of acceptable opinion as just a few hours after it went up, the piece was erased from the site following a campaign against me. I have other views that might that some might consider controversial. I believe... For example, safe spaces are an inane concept that belong nowhere near our institutions of higher learning. I believe that people should be admitted to universities on the basis of merit, not depending on the color of their skin. I believe that Hamas, not Israel, is the worst enemy the Palestinian people have. Oh, my God, she's never going to get a job again. Seriously? I mean, I agree with most of these opinions. She's never going to get a job again? I believe that members of the gang MS-13 are animals. Oh, that's it. She's done. She's cooked. She's cooked. Uh, And there's nothing wrong with saying so. I believe that accusations of cultural appropriation encourage divisions instead of bridging them. I had also hoped to write about these and other issues at columns here, and for a while I did. I have enjoyed the months I worked here, and I'm really disheartened about what has transpired the past few days. I wish I could say I'm surprised. Unfortunately, what happened... With my piece, the uh, tarring of commonsensical view as somehow bigoted or not thought out, the capitulation on the part of those who are supposed to be adults to the mob is a pattern happening all over the country within institutions that pride themselves in open-mindedness and liberalism. Please accept this letter as formal notification that I am resigning from my position as columnist effective immediately. Sincerely, Danielle Greenbaum. Speechless. Utterly speechless. And again, usually when columnists write stuff like this, they open it up the comment section, and she was free to have this criticism answered however she want. And guess what? The online forum is so very open, people can get up at 2 a.m. and say, I'm going to write a rebuttal to that piece, and someone say, my response to Daniela Greenbaum, and write how they object to this particular piece. I, I've said it before, and I've said it again, and it's kind of an evergreen statement. We live in unbelievably stupid times. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network, with me, Brad Carlson. I've enjoyed it, folks. Thanks as always for tuning in. I'll be in all next weekend, both Saturday and Sunday, here on the Narn. Oh, it's going to be fun. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. Time. Turn all of the lights on over every boy and every. This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem, end all collections, and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, audits, or payroll taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-813-1105. 800-813-1105. That's 800-813-1105. Hi, this is Matthew with The Kingdom Builders. I don't have one thing in my life that I can boast about. Every single thing that is good is a direct result of Christ's salvation in my life. Matthew uh, is one that you might be talking to if you call our number. He's my son-in-law. We've established a great relationship over the past few years, and we pray that that might continue as he serves in the capacity of, of running the office. Well, when someone calls, usually I just try to see what their needs are and whether it's estimating for gutters or a roof or a repair if the roof is leaking. My focus is just always on trying to honor God in how I interact with people. You know, I just try not to add anything or subtract anything from what the Lord would have us do. I'm really excited to be fielding your calls today and talking to you about the needs you might have on your roof or gutters. For a free and obviously no obligation estimate, contact us by phone at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. 
Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're for Imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's W-O-W-1-1 to 88988. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky's. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.